Welcome back to the Travis Test Podcast. We're your host, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travis Test. Travis Test provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers. On-the-clock being this podcast and our amazing course, Traveler School. Off-the-clock being Travis Test Adventures, which we are currently live on location in our villa. There's a lot of noise going on. It's windy. We're sitting upstairs and we are bringing this week's podcast to you in real time. Okay, so we are literally live in the elements as we stated in the intro. Yeah, we, so we're, it's crazy because I feel like all the podcasts that we've recorded, okay, Aaron's rolling his eyes at me because apparently I'm not speaking into the catnip or what's it, the, the furry, dead cat, the dead cat, the way that I'm supposed to. But in order to do that, I have to have a double chin and stare down no, you're and that fine. hurts my neck. I'm actually looking at the decibels now and you were ranging in like the 12s. And then because you sat back, you went up to the, like where we want to be. Okay. So I'm okay, boss. You're okay. Okay. So we recorded all those episodes or the last episodes from the hotel in Chengdu and we did that before the trip even started and we weren't sure what to expect it I mean no one had arrived yet right it's and so now to have gone and led a complete group group one is over it is complete and now we are back at the villa in Uluwatu gearing up getting prepared and ready to start group two tomorrow and I'm like wow yeah how totally. did we get here and i think it's funny because when this podcast comes out we'll be in it right we'll be in it with the second group and technically almost done we'll be wrapping up the last four days yeah that's crazy it is so I- we came to our villa early to get everything ready and everyone is still like cleaning and, and like preparing so aaron and i are sitting outside with a beautiful breeze a beautiful view of the ocean beautiful sounds of construction <laughs> and lawn blowers i don't yeah, even know, I don't know. No. but we don't have a room to go into so we're just gonna like work with what we got and yeah. i think the cats will help with the noise totally and i think it's crazy because you know uluwatu you know we've been learning so much about it and uluwatu was like once a place that nobody was at it was like a limestone jungle there was like no water, no nothing, and now Uluwatu is blowing up, and like everywhere you turn, there's construction, which is why Kim and I said we want to buy a villa here in the Uluwatu area because it is just it's popping hard. It is, and it's growing so fast, but it's everywhere you turn, there's construction, so it's kind of like annoying for the people who are here, mm-hmm. right? Agreed. So, anywho, okay, we digress. So we digress. I do want to say one thing real quick, though. I do think it's interesting and it kind of gets onto a topic and it wasn't something that we had discussed kind of like wanting to talk about but I did realize that just from going to the grocery store today and going to the liquor store today like I already feel so much better about group two and I feel like that's something that we always learn doing two groups that like the second group I feel a lot more relaxed because I know what to expect and I know like okay I can bend here mold here like we have budget here. We do this. We can get these this many bottles or this many things or this place. It's just it's good. Uh, okay, a little break because our room is getting ready. Getting ready. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's you so, get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, okay. because a hundred percent. We always make a joke of group one are always our guinea pigs, right? And and it's such a great way. I mean, we still like we have our shit together and things are still smooth, but we do kind of figure out okay, maybe this didn't work, or maybe we needed more of this, less of this. And so now that we've ran one full trip, we have a better understanding of what to expect coming into group two. So I feel way more relaxed, way more confident. Mm -hmm. Um, And also I think too, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit, but you know, this is the first Bali trip that we've ever done. This is the first non-hiking trip that we've ever done. And you know, with our hiking trips, they the hike is really kind of the main the centerpiece. star. Mm-hmm. And then we build stuff around it, but like that takes up a lot of time, a lot of space. And so it's, it's pretty like flowy and easy where this trip, the Bali trip, there was nothing like that. It was a lot of moving parts. It was a lot of every day is something different. And 
there was many opportunities for things to fall through the cracks if we weren't like on it and organized and super planned and basically just kind of like making sure we weren't sure coming in we were a little nervous we were uh, like, i was okay. extremely nervous yeah and we had our incredible friend good day um who we've talked about and how we met in 2017 and he was helping us here on the ground, organize everything, plan everything. He was our driver, but he was really kind of the glue. Like it was our plan, our itinerary, our vision, but he was the glue that held it all together that allowed us to get from place to place on at this time, at this time, at this time. And when um, just kind of looking back and be like, wow, like it was so fucking smooth. Oh, there extremely. were of course some hiccups, but, but that's expected. Of course, but for the most part, it was super smooth, super easy. And now, even going into group two, it will be without a doubt even easier because now we know exactly what to expect for everything. Great. Yeah. So it's interesting because, like, group one, group two, right? There's always this, like, uh, it's a fun, what's competition? Not a competition. Comparison? No. Rivalry. Rivalry. Okay. In a fun way, right? Like, ooh, like, group two is going to be better. Like, and people are like, group one, like, no one will ever be group one. You know, like, it's fun, but, like, that always happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Aaron and I go into both groups with the same energy and, and excitement, and we always have fun in both groups, and both groups are always very different. But my question to you is, do you feel like, group one or group two has a better experience like do you feel like group one because you're kind of working out the kinks or maybe you have a little bit more energy or do you or do you feel like i have my answer i just thought of it while i was just saying that so i thought or okay group two because i almost felt like group one you think you would have more energy but i almost feel like group two because i know it's the last one and i know that I don't have to really conserve that I'm like, okay, cool. Like I can fully show up. I can fully go out because I know when we're done, we're getting back on a plane and heading home. We don't have to redo it. So I almost feel like I might have a little bit more energy for group two. I don't know. I always have think? more energy for group two. Really? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why, because there is a lot of, okay, especially I think Peru last year, because that was our second go around with Peru. I felt really good about group one and then I felt even better about group two because then it was just like that more solidified. So I think every time we go into a first trip, you and I always tend to do random things that we maybe didn't plan or we might throw in some extras. Um, maybe we take everybody out for drinks at a nice restaurant or something like that. And so I think for me, like when you can understand the things that might like with, for, with group one, we had a snafu with the re reservations and then we had to pivot and all those kind of things. And so you kind of figure out those, those little things that could go wrong. And with group two, I don't feel like there's anything that can go wrong and I know what to expect. And I know. Knock on wood, bro. Knock on, yeah. What knock on wood. Why would you say something like well, that? Well, because I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like it can all be manageable. Like I have a better understanding of, of what's going on with the trip. Right. But that's not what I asked. Oh, I, I was asking about like, I think that either way, whether you join group one or group two, I think both are so great in their own ways. I oh. also, I think group one, all, like there was a lot of things that we got to experience for the first time with them. And because there were some things that we did in this trip that Aaron and I hadn't done yet in Bali, but we knew that it would be fun to do with a group. And so we got to have some some first time experiences shared with that group that now with going in group two, we'll have a better understanding and idea. Agreed. Uh, but it won't be our first time. So I think, I think either way, both are special and both have their own um, experience attached to them. And I think it's crazy how, and maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe this is just in life, but I always look at each group and I'm like, I can't imagine like anyone else had been in that. It was the perfect group for that experience. I agree. And you're like, I couldn't imagine if she was in group two or she, if he was in group one. It was almost like the perfect people always come together and each group 
that creates this cohesive energy that matches that specific group and they're all so different. I agree and I think to really answer your question, it is kind of interesting. There's a lot of, um, I would say, unnecessary anxiety that happens for me on gr on group one always yeah. of like trying to like figure out is this plan going to be the one that works is this the right plan did we make the right i you know decisions on this and that and then it it works out and i'm like oh i can't wait for group two but i'm also experiencing a lot of things on group one for the first time with them and i think there's some excitement there too yeah. so then group two it's like i feel more re relaxed i feel like the energy carries us through Group two is always excited to come in. It always revamps us and gets us going. And then it's just like, next thing you know, it's over. Yeah. And yeah. so. 100%. Yeah, I think both have perks. Yeah. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about on this episode is kind of doing like a recap, kind of talking about the pros and cons, some takeaways, some things that we learned, some things that, you know, we, yeah. Might do differently. Yeah, right. Just kind of like a debrief of all the things. Um, as we prepare and it's interesting because you know we're we only had two days in between the trips yeah and which is a very quick turnaround it's the fastest turnaround we ever have done but we thought it's almost better to kind of stay in it mm -hmm. because we're already in that energy of mm -hmm. like leading the group and being with the people and kind of being in this go 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 that it's like okay let's take two days to rest to recharge our batteries we took a day and a half bud yeah, a day and yeah, um, to recharge our own batteries, uh, which is really important to me because I'm social and I like people and, but I also really need that alone time to just like recharge and fill up my own tank before I can like hit it again. But now we're back. We have friends coming tonight to stay with us. And then the group starts tomorrow. And I surprised, cause our friend just texted us. She had just made it home. And she said, you guys are cut from a different cloth. Like how you do this back to back, I don't know. And, it, and sometimes I ask myself that, but I'm also, I surprisingly feel pretty good today. Like I'm, I'm ready. And I don't know if that's also just because I know that we don't have a choice. So you kind of just click into this energy of like, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next group to come. I'm excited to do this again. I actually feel very rested, very energized and almost like my battery is completely recharged. And I'm like, it almost feels like the first time. And I, I wasn't expecting that necessarily. I also say that you and I are a little bit more calculated than the people that are come in our groups. They're That's here true. to go crazy. And the person that actually wrote you was one of the ones that was up till four in the morning, almost every morning. Um, and so they go hard. You and I were in bed at 11. That's true. Every night. Yeah, we do have to be more thoughtful about how we're, yeah, we're staying up and all that, not only because are we leading and we have a lot of things behind the scenes that are going on that we have to be there for, to work on, to prepare for all of the different things. But yeah, I want to be able to feel my best because I know I need the energy to get through this group and the next group. So that's true, but I do feel it was an interesting thing because I feel pretty good. I feel great. And every back-to-back -back trip has always been a big hike. And we were kind of like chatting about this. I'm like, how do you feel? Because I, it's, I feel, I, I made this comment when I was feeling very tired, very overwhelmed, very mentally, physically, emotionally drained and exhausted after leaving group one. So I made this comment before that. And I think I might feel a little differently today as I sit here and I feel more energized, but I almost felt like, it was easier to turn around and, and hike Salkante again or hike Inca or hike W Trek than it is to turn around and do this Bali trip because there's so much more moving parts and there's more drinking and there's more partying and there's more social aspects that I feel like the hiking trips don't necessarily have. So I was like, I would rather go freaking hike Salkante again. I felt like I had more energy to do that, that that was easier and that was one of the hardest hikes we've ever done than it was to turn around and do another Bali trip. But now that I've rested, I don't feel that way. Well, I agree. I'm actually more excited to do this again than I would be to do Salkante again. Well, me too, which is what's funny because I'm like, right, this is way easier. Yeah, no, totally. And I think let's just get into the okay. pros and cons with that. So like pros- Hold on, mm -hmm. because I wanted to also start out too by saying the fact that we just, completed our first ever Travis Bali trip. And that was such a dream of ours that to bring a group back to Bali. 
and we never thought that could be possible we weren't sure how that would be possible because you know Aaron and I are always on scooters and where we stay and we're like okay we would have to do it differently if we want to accommodate a group it's just a different I'm not being responsible for a bunch of people on scooters and you know staying at like these kind of people's homes and different we would have to do it a little different a lot differently and so we weren't sure if we could pull off Bali and so the fact that we did Mm -hmm. and Bali is one of our favorite places and it was like a dream come true that we walked out in real life it is so amazing Mm -hmm. and it's almost one of those like pinch me moments of wow like we did it i just think that's really cool and not only did we do it we got to work with good like we talked about who made it absolutely amazing the the bus rides were one of my favorite things and that's usually like something i'm kind of like ugh about um but like three hours in guster which is what we named the bus was like a highlight for me it was just like a lot of fun there Gaday makes it like such a cool environment um, cool because there's karaoke there's and karaoke too. and music yeah. and he hooks it up to a tv so we can see the lyric i mean it's like a whole thing we had two microphones it's a whole vibe and, and he's so, also teaching us he's teaching us it's like a whole mix like a lot of people said i didn't realize that ride was two hours long because he was teaching us so much and we were in it and we were like talking and it was just absolutely phenomenal and so the logistics of it the things that we did the itinerary g'day the hotels the staff the people the villas the everything was just so awesome that i'm just excited to experience it with another group same and i feel like bali gets a rap for being a big party island (laughs) because it's so close to australia and it really is for australians like this is their playground this is where they come it's kind of like their spring break their cancun their cancun for us yeah and so i think it was really cool to be able to break that stigma and be able to share Bali from our perspective and experience. And while there's a lot of partying and different things, I feel like this trip was really, it really highlighted so many different parts of Mm -hmm. Bali that I think surprised people. And and I'm really, I love that we are able to do that. Totally. Okay, so now let's get in to the pros and cons of our first drive says Bali trip. I think my number one pro was and this is a this is a lot of typical things with uh travis trips but there were a lot of firsts which i think was cool there were so many firsts and i just love that because i feel like people come in and they have nerves right with anything you do that's your first time there's some nerves you're not sure you're uncertain and there was a lot of that in this group, right? We had someone, it was her first ever international trip. We had people who were nervous about whitewater rafting. ATVing. Uh, ATVing, uh, never getting a massage before, which is crazy. Um, well, I mean, it was a first. Snorkeling. Snorkeling. It was a first for everybody that in Southeast Asia and being on a plane that long. Yeah. So it's what I love is that people have... First of all, that we get to experience first times for so mm-hmm. many different people and that they come nerves and all, but are still like willing to show up and like do it and then walk away and be like, that was so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so glad that I did that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just really cool to be a part of. Um, uh, I mean, I just what you're talking about this and I just cannot stop thinking about um keaton and his massage oh my god like he told me he had never had a massage before and i was like blown away i didn't know like that that was his first massage and so we had set up you know this whole massage thing at our hotel the hotel is like so nice with the spa and like it was just it was a phenomenal massage but i'm laying there during my massage and he was in our group and i was thinking to myself i said oh my god i didn't tell him that he should probably do soft to medium pressure um, because if he goes strong pressure, they're going to get after it. And that is not fun for a first time. You got to at least like feel it out. And so I come back into the room after my massage and I look at him and he's like, he's grinning from ear to ear. And I was like, Keaton, how was it? And he was like, it was interesting. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he was like, she got after it. Now, didn't he say it got rough sometimes? It got rough. Yeah. That's what she said. He goes, it got rough. Yeah. And I started dying laughing um i was like dude did you tell her like he said i told her strong 
and then he goes and then she asked me how it was and i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want to say anything so i just said it's fine and he, he didn't want to be a pussy he said he said she squeezed my head i thought she was gonna pop my eyes out of the head and my brain out of <laughs> out of my head and i about lost the it. poor thing is like traumatized like he's bruised he had bruises on his head like yeah <laughs> like He's like cool, like cool massage. Like I think I'm good, and we're like, dude, it's it's not normally like that if you don't get a hard pressure. But like he didn't know, and like he was just like trying to go with it, and like didn't really know what to say because it it is kind of awkward. Like even the second time I got a massage, I think I got his girl. Yes. Because I said soft because I just wanted to chill, and she was it was so painful. She was squeezing my head so hard, and she was like how's the pressure and i was like can you please be lighter and i don't know why that is almost makes you feel a little uncomfortable like maybe that's just me but to be like i want it lighter i want it harder like because most of the time it's like no it's fine because i don't really think that much about it but it hurts so bad i'm like i can't even imagine what her heart is oh i know oh poor thing i just i feel like we need probably to send him broke a him house. in half poor, yeah he like couldn't get out of bed for like a week <laughs> no, he couldn't. But like, well, I mean, he also was the one that had never had sushi before. Yeah, and yeah. we went to an amazing, um, which come to find out was like apparently everybody's highlight was the course pairing um, that we went to. But they served an unagi, an amazing piece of unagi, uh, which is eel. And he he was like, I, I loved it. And come to find out, it was his first one. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've never had sushi before? Which, like, blows my mind. Yeah. But, like, that's so cool. And I he, know. And he loved it. There was another girl. She was nervous about, um, well, she had never ATV'd before. And oh listen, the here's the thing. I've never ATV'd before because, or driven by myself. I always ride with Aaron because he's super comfortable on quad bikes. He's like i trust him he pays attention like he gets what's going on like i don't trust myself i don't even like driving down the road in a car in a car right and so i always just ride with him i do the videos and it just kind of works out that way and i feel very confident with him where i get i would be very nervous to drive my own okay so she she'd never driven one before so she was nervous but she's like but i want to do it because we had the option you could ride with someone else you know but she was like no i want to do it and this course was extreme extreme this was not for babies this was insane i loved it every minute i know I you it. did because you're so confident and i'm like thank god i rode with you i would have been off a ditch in a ditch somewhere no you wouldn't a hundred percent a hundred percent i do not trust myself at all to drive so you're not going to ride by yourself absolutely not one thousand percent not and and it's like I think people should, I'm all, we're all about getting out of your comfort zone and, you know, trying something new and all the things. And I do that in a lot of different ways. But to me, the driving of the ATV, like I have a lot of fears around driving in general. And I really do not trust myself that I just feel like that's not the place that I want it to be my first time. I, you know what I mean? Um, and I just, I, I don't want to. Right. I can I, respect that. It was that. such an enjoyable experience, like being on the back because I trusted you. But she's like, I want to do it. She ends up, she's like, okay, oh look, she got used to it and then freaking took off. She literally like did a jump. Oh, yeah. And got like air. Oh, yeah. That I was like, oh, oh my God, she's gone wild, like out of control. And I love that she turned around and she's like, I feel so alive right now. I know. <laughs> and it's like, that's so cool because there was so much nerves around it. And then being like, that was like the coolest thing ever. Even the rafting, scared mm. of whitewater rafting that never done it before and had nerves about it. Am I going to fall off? What's going to happen? I, I, like real deal, like fears. And then to be able to get into the raft and have this cool experience and be like, that was so awesome. Like, what was I even scared of? And like that kind of stuff is just, it's just cool. It's cool to be a part of. And that's one reason why I love these trips so much is that we get to be a part of a lot of people's first. Totally. Even Alexis with the snorkeling. Oh, I know. She's like, I've never snorkeled before. And I'm like, how are you never, how have you never snorkeled before? Which is hilarious because the poor girl is blind without blind her glasses. And so she had to like snorkel 
without her glasses and we were like look at the sea turtles and she's like cool she's like literally it was just a just blur. blur yeah <laughs> like no clue like where she was going like she's like we we're like you need to get some goggles that you could like put over your glasses yeah, or she's get like some she's like maybe goggles. next time guys thanks yeah. like but she said she still enjoyed it but it was um it was not she yeah. couldn't really see well i mean i don't or, blame her what about um the other girl who was very very scared all she wanted to do was see the sea turtles, but she was nervous to get into the water. Mm -hmm. It's a, it was a little bit choppy, and Erin like helped her like get into the water, and then she had a buoy that she could use, and she was like crying, and she was like, "I'm so glad that I did that because she almost didn't," and she was like, "That I'm so so grateful that I did that. That was incredible." Yeah, and there was a bunch of sea turtles and beautiful sea life we saw an eel that the the reef was clear i mean it was amazing it yeah. was absolutely amazing so yeah i mean there are a lot of firsts and i think that's the huge thing with these trips that we do is we want that to happen like we want people to experience their first and get out of their comfort zones and do things they never thought they would do and then see how they feel and evaluate it after yeah and i think that's the biggest thing because nine times out of ten people are like i would i, I cannot believe i've been missing that my whole life yeah our first time was something that we experienced was that we had a kidnapping on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that we had a lot of firsts on this trip that we had to evaluate and look at. And well, is there other pros? Because I feel like that's kind of leading into a well, con. Well, I was saying, no, 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 this is not a con. It was, it, it's like kind of going piggybacking off like our first time. I don't think it was negative. Is there, well, did you want to focus on another pro? Yeah, let's hit another pro because I do think that that will leak us into some cons. I think just overall, I think that the trip was great. I think, you know, we had a lot of people that are like our OGs that have come on the very first Travis's trip that were on this trip. And I always love being with them and having an adventure with them and catching up with them. And I think just, again, being together and having these experiences there's just something about it that even though there was, you know, some some dramas and different things, it's it's like you feel like this big family. Yeah. Dysfunctional no, totally. and all. Yeah, whether it be dysfunctional or amazing or, or you know, however these trips go, I, I think I think no matter what, when you look at Patagonia and Peru and I've always strung those things together of like CrossFit gyms or anything like you get really close to people when you do hard things and you do it as a team <laughs> and there's not anything that was really that difficult on this trip so the camaraderie comes it has to be stepped up a little bit from each person's point of view they got to want to get closer and that's a possibility and i think you just naturally are always connected by experience which is great but i do think that like I like that real deep connection of, wow, we did something tough together and we helped each other out and we supported each other and, and through that we got closer. Hi. Whereas I don't feel like Bali represented that. But I do think that there's aspects of it, of enlightened moments, of people getting out of their comfort zone and always remembering that feeling and knowing that it was always connected to this trip and these people, I think it will have a lasting effect. At least yeah, I hope it does. People major breakthrough yeah. moments, like at the Pyramids of Chi, at the water purification, you know, where you had that time to just kind of get centered and connect to yourself. Because those are, that's very important to us, like in any trip, because when you're hiking, right, or you're doing something physically hard, you're, you're kind of digging deep, you're connecting, things come up. Like I've sorted through a lot of things on the trail, just hiking by myself and being in the mountains. And Bali didn't really have that component to that, to this, but then we did some other things that allowed you some space to just like have that time to to connect with yourself and there was a lot of things that came up for a lot of different people that shifted them yeah totally that got answers to got clarity around and so i think that's really powerful so i think no matter what the trip is that there's always going to be elements of that that people take away you know which is a pro for me because that's what i want yeah. that's what i want I want people to come and, and feel shifted in some way or enlightened in some way or have a difference of opinion that they used to have, but now they have differently because of what they experienced. 100%, yeah. And I think just another pro just in general for us specifically is that 
you know, we always look at everything as an opportunity to learn and grow. Like life is a classroom and we're, we're constantly learning and trying to do better and, and recognizing what's triggering us and knowing that that's, you know, an us problem, not a them problem. And, and that's not, like, that's how we live our life, that period. Like we're always looking at things from that perspective. So these trips really do bring a lot up for us mm -hmm. professionally, personally, in our relationship, individually. And so after each trip, there's so much that comes up that we reflect on that we're like, how can we be better here? What can we work on? This came up, wasn't expecting that. What, like, there's still things to heal here or let go here. You know, there's so much that we're always looking at and how we can be better and improve that these trips bring up. And totally. I think that's, it's hard sometimes, but it's also such a great way for us to, um, well, no, I think it's definitely Keep a pro, growing. a pro, and just doing these trips in general for me. Like Same. it's it's why I love them so much. As tiring as they get, as frustrating sometimes as they can get, as demanding they can get, as um, I don't know the what do you call it? Like the nuance of it. You know, there's like so much that I feel like I want to share. Or do I have to share or? Do, does the group understand that? There's so much in, in my own head that I have to work on and get better at. And I think these, these trips really bring all of that up, which is amazing. And it also triggers a lot in our relationship. 100%. Your cat's down. Okay. Um, yeah. Cat's down. Cat's up. Cat's down. Cat's up. Uh, oh, man. Oh, and I think, too working on control issues right so like uh, i have control issues i do too aaron has control issues and these trips really help bring those things up of like we cannot control it's not our job like we create a badass experience we put so much love and time and thought into these trips and they're incredible experiences and we want people to show up and appreciate them and enjoy them and like be present for them and ask questions and like take in where you are right like we travel to experience something new and different and to learn like that's why we travel you know that's important to us and so realizing that we cannot all we can do is create the path. All we can do is show up as the leaders of the group with this is what we're gonna be doing, this is the energy that we're bringing into it, and trust that people will have their own experience, whatever that is for them. And it's not our job to control what they think about it or how they're experiencing it or if they're showing up feeling their best or if they're not. It's like letting all of that go and just trusting that people walk away with their own individual experience whatever that is for them and as long as they've had fun and they feel like they've taken it all in that is the only thing that matters and we have to let go of any control about how we think everyone should show up and feel totally and that's a huge learning lesson oh my god us. it still has not gotten easier it has for me. Has it? A hundred percent. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. I, I, think I don't I've, even really think about I it I think that I've much. had improved. Oh, I think about it. I know you do. I mean, obviously I'm it's not. It's more of a you problem. Oh, fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, when it comes to controlling the group, I think is more, that's more of an issue for you than it is for me. I'm controlling in other ways, but as far as like the group grow goes, I have moments of that, but it doesn't bother me as much. I'm just kind of like, let people do their thing. They're enjoying themselves. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much as you. I know, I guess you look at it as like, when you plan something and you've planned it because for us, we've planned it because we've done it and we've had such an amazing experience that we want people to experience it as well or else we wouldn't plan it on the trip. So then what's hard for me is when People will come and they don't experience it in the same way that we did. And it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. No, I know. But that's why I'm saying it's difficult for me to understand. It's like, well, then they didn't like that experience. Or if they were like, eh, it was all right. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how, how, did, how could you not? And I think that's like where I struggle. And majority of the time, it does work out exactly as I see fit. People have the experience that they experience. And they take yeah. it in. And they learn from it and grow. And it's like an amazing time and it is what it was supposed to be so i just need to let off of that expectation exactly and that's a huge that's a huge thing yeah huge thing um and 
let's move it let's move into some of the other stuff so let's go back to the kidnapping because like that's <laughs> piggybacking off of our first time yeah um because all in all like this trip was great there were lots of things that we weren't sure about like we said because it was not a hiking trip and overall it was a great trip um everyone who came we like everybody like everyone was cool everyone had their own experience overall like good vibes but there was definitely a lot of things that came up on this trip that we had never experienced ever or couldn't have planned for in in a group ever so there was a lot of things that we took away and evaluated and like how to think about it um but it's so the kidnapping story this was a first for us yeah um never experienced this and it's funny because we'll call her nip okay that works we'll call her nip and she ended up being like one of my favorite people just like good person just so cool so yeah. funny just good in her great soul. energy yeah, yeah good energy good vibes but we had all like this became more of a party trip than what we were expecting <laughs> not from Aaron and I's perspective but from the groups uh what they behaviors what they, behaviors yeah and so we went out to dinner and then that night there's like a really cool bar in Ubud up from our hotel called LOL and they do fun live music and Aaron and I would go there we'd have a drink because there would always be great live music that was like our go-to spot so we came back and we we're like do you guys want to go and have like one drink at LOL um because we it's fun it's you know let's go see who's playing tonight the group's like yeah let's go so we go and we have a drink and kind of dance a little bit with the group and then we're like okay cool like we're gonna Bye. go because it is we have that is the thing with like all of our trips, like we have early mornings, right? Because we have things planned every day. We are very go, go, go because we want people to experience as much of Bali as possible. And for us, the most important things are the activities that mm -hmm. we're doing during the day to experience Bali and not the nightlife. Like you can, if you want to go to a nightlife in a club, go to your neighborhood home. bar. Right. Yeah, like we're not, that's not the main show, right? So we have early mornings and we go, go, go. And that that is how our trips are always designed if that's not your thing these trips aren't for you right correct okay so we have an early morning everyone knows we're going biking we're going cycling it's like a 20, 17 miles 17 miles through the villages learning about the culture just like really cool experience we were so excited about it so there's a couple people who stayed back and um from the bar yeah they stayed at the bar mm -hmm. and last we knew nip had said she was staying she was going to finish her glass of wine she was going to stay back with the other two girls to make sure everyone got home okay and they're right behind us they're on their way we'll see you tomorrow good night that is how we left it we are all grown adults so aaron and i aren't putting monitors on people or curfews and shit. it's like cool like you're a grown adult you know where the hotel is you know what time we're meeting in the morning and what we're doing all is well we'll see you tomorrow like we're not staying out was as a security right no not the vibe so anyways long story short we wake up the next morning ready to go and we start with a text from her roommate that says has anyone seen nip <laughs> and immediately i am like what do you mean like right. i started freaking out because last we knew she was right behind us and nobody knew where she was nobody knew it was a fucking mystery and i'm like somebody's gotta know something right and so come to find out and another girl came out later and and kind of filled in the pieces and said that they they ended up going to another club and she left her at like four in the morning that she nip decided to go home with a guy and his friends to their villa and that is where they that is where she said goodbye and then the other girl came back to the hotel and nip went on to this villa so we were like okay at least we know somebody saw her somebody knew someone well we can trace it was. we can trace it back to 4 a.m in this time frame uh me and nip's roommate are walking the street thinking like maybe she passed out in an, in an alley maybe she got lost on her way home because she was so drunk and they went to another bar maybe she like didn't know how to get home and she's asleep and you know behind the bar or something like we were searching everywhere we went to the monkey forest maybe she went and laid down there because it was quiet like i had we had no idea oh and so okay. then i'm like well like what do we do now yeah. and that's when we found out that she at least went to the other bar and that they saw her leave with 
uh, you know, so we other were people. like super, super scared oh because my God. anything can happen. She's a girl alone. They're she drinking. left with you don't she left know with who she's other with. tourists. They, they got on a bike. They left Ubud. Um, and I'm thinking, is she like tied up to a mattress somewhere? Like, does <laughs> she need help? Like we tried calling her, we tried messaging her, we tried Instagramming her. It was nothing, nothing, nothing. And we were getting ready to leave. She never showed up for the, for the day activity, which was not like her. Mm-hmm. Like she always showed up like, you know, and so I was like really, really nervous and scared because I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, we've never experienced this before. We're in another country. What do we do? Again, we're not mom and dad. Like, if she's just at some guy's house, like, I don't care. But, like, just let us know that you're okay. That's all I cared about because until I knew she was okay, there was no way that I was going to be able oh, to no. go and, like, enjoy the group. It was like, what if fucking something happened? Oh, yeah. And in some oh my god i don't even know what we, we were do. we were literally calling good day asking like what is the time frame before we could call the balinese police and like what could they do to help us try to find her yeah i know it, it was so crazy and so aaron and i ended up staying back that day and let everyone else go do the biking and we just wanted to be around in case she called and like didn't know where she was or needed a ride or whatever and and so she ended up calling at, or texting at 1030 and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Her phone died. So she had no way to get a hold of anyone. And she was okay. She was at this guy's villa and like she would be back. And all was well. And she came back and, you know. But well, of course, w- we were happy to hear. But then I think it went from worry to pissed in a matter of like seconds. Yeah. Because then I'm like, you're an adult. Like... Have like a, a, a battery pack that you can charge your phone. Like if you're going to be going around another country with random tourists that you're meeting at a bar at four in the morning, like prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand things happen or whatever, but like you're with a group. You're not there by yourself. And I think that was the biggest thing is like we were all together as a group. And again, no one cares if you go out with a guy. Lots of people did. Uh, in this group, there was lots of people out coming back at 6 a.m. and had stayed out, but they showed up. They went, you know, to the whatever we were doing that day, but people knew where they were. And I think that was the only thing we were just like, dude, you have to like, because Aaron and I were like, how do we navigate this? Because again, I'm not trying to be mom and dad or make anyone feel bad because there's no shame. Like I, I want people to have fun and, and hook up with guys and have these fun adventures. Like they're single and they're having fun and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm pro like hooking up, like no shade from me, but it was like, just let us know mm-hmm. you're not strapped to a mattress yeah. so that we can, and you're not coming on cycling with the group. Well, so we're we not all gone. running around trying to find you so that yes, we could have enjoyed our day and the group could have. So that was like the only thing. And we were like, dude, how do we navigate this? We've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely an interesting thing, but you know, she felt horrible, obviously. We've all been there. And I even said like that feeling that like you go do something fucking stupid because you're drunk and you're having a good time. And then you wake up and you're just like, oh, oh no, shit. Yeah. And we all know that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want her to feel even worse. She felt bad and she fucking apologized. And she was like, I cannot believe I did that. And um, you don't, you know, like we've all been there. We all get it. And so that kind of became like the joke of the trip because we're like, you know, we got to put Kat on a leash. We got to put Nip on a, <laughs> uh-huh. on a leash. And, uh and like we're like okay everyone do whatever the fuck you want but please just text us and let us know what's going on well i think that that also led into the cons of this trip that we realized that you know when we put these itineraries together it is so thought out to like okay like we have um we arrive back in a early and then we have um a, a later morning so maybe that's a more that's a night that everybody could go out and listen to some music and have a drink with you know the group and and blah 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 but we'll still be back at a relatively good time but you know we can sleep in a little bit more like kim and i plan the itineraries around that we always usually book in we usually have you know like a, a welcome dinner that's fun and we get loose and we get to know each other and then we jump right into the trip and then it's bang 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 the whole way and then we end with an amazing night to celebrate the trip where we can just cut loose and have a good time. What we realized was like, this group didn't care how early the morning started. That's just basically when they had to cut off from the bar. And it was like kind of intense. And I think that was a con for Kim and I because we're like, wow, like obviously the day excursions were muted. Um, They were 
obviously taken differently because there's a lot of partying and it was very party forward with this group and I think that was a con. Yeah, I think it was something we had to navigate, right? Because our groups are always very um, physical. And so we're like, we're hiking 15 miles tomorrow. We have a full day ahead of us. So while we're all about having a good time and we have drinks and we can get down with the rest of them, we're, our trips are not focused on that because it's very physical. So like even in Patagonia, we'd have a couple glasses of wine at the Refugio, but we're all like, okay, we got to wake up and hike tomorrow. So that's never ever been an issue in well, any of our groups. And so I feel like this particular trip was very party focused and the group itself was a lot of young single girls and and i think it's just a different type of a vibe where you know you and i aaron and i are like we're sing or we're single we're we're married and we are that chapter of being in the club until 4 a.m is closed i have zero zero interest in being in a club till 4 a.m partying that's just not my idea of a good time anymore mm -hmm. and not that there's anything wrong with that um but that chapter has closed for us and this particular trip was just more about the the late night party than it was anything else and that's kind of how it felt yeah totally it is what it is no it is what but it that, is but that was something we had to kind of take a step back and look at of like right. okay interesting yeah um because yeah we don't we're not running i don't even want to say party trips because we have a lot of fun no these but they're not party focused trips they're literally like day focused activity focused um get to the nitty-gritty the culture the food the experiences and then the drinks are a, a back focus because there's nothing there's nothing more than i enjoy than having a very productive day enjoying a nice dinner and then carrying on with like a nightcap yeah like i that's my favorite kind of day same like i'm ready for a beer now you know like yeah no same i so that that was definitely something we weren't expecting that we're evaluating moving forward with with bali and what and and if we what kind of trip and experience well we there was have. a lot of kim saying we are never doing bali again oh i was done yeah i was so exhausted after this trip and all the things i was like i don't want to do bali anymore bali is one of my favorite places in the world and i just feel like there that's was what a, i said there was a lot of things that i'm just like ah uh -uh, this has got this has got a bad taste in my mouth but then just kind of revamping of it was just a learning opportunity for oh. us and i think it all ended well and i think it was a great trip overall agreed and there was a lot of um there's a lot of incredible moments together. And so I'm excited to now go into group two and see how that goes and how that feels. And I think um, we'll just kind of see how that goes. Like we'll reevaluate at the end of group two and kind of just get an overall vibe. I think the other thing was um, because our trips are so physical, <laughs> we're so used to a certain type of person. Like, they know what they're, whether you're, and I don't want to say like you're fit and you're this because there's people who come on our hiking trips that have never hiked before. Never or, been to a gym. Yeah. That aren't like these, you know, big old healthy beefcakes or whatever. Like they're at all different levels of fitness, but they come in with this mindset of like, I'm hiking this mountain. I am doing this trail and it's a different, it's a beast mode. It's a mentality. It's a grit. It's like, I'm here to do this and I'm going to do it. And those are like, that's, we like that like those are the the people we like to attract of like let's put our head down and fucking go and so because this trip wasn't that physical it was interesting and, and honestly quite shocking that there was like complaints about walking down the street or walking at the waterfall up the stairs or having to walk down the stairs it was 300 stairs down to the whitewater rafting we didn't have to carry anything just ourselves and there was complaints about that. Yeah. We and were then like, walking what? back up the stairs was complaints. And it's like, I, I just don't understand that mentality. And Maybe I don't. Because they're hungover. And pretty much. And, and I don't know, I don't know like how else to verbalize with our groups other than like these trips will always be walking. Like for instance, we walked a mile in the heat in Gilly T from the ferry to the hotel. Now, we said we were doing that from the beginning, but like our trips will always have a physical aspect to them. And if you complain from walking, do not come on yeah. our trips. And I think like that's my 
thing. If your head says, I need a car every time or I need transportation from the minute I step outside, don't come on our trips. Yeah, I think that's an important takeaway is that moving forward, I think we try to do our best to like describe the trips and stuff. And I think just we'll always, no matter what, no matter if it's Bali, no matter if it's Costa Rica or New Zealand or obviously Peru and Patagonia are heavy hiking trips, but it will we'll always now go in with the intention Even of, Oaxaca. of who we're speaking to. Of This is for people who not for people, but our trips will always have a physical component. Our trips will always, you will have to walk. You will have to hike in some capacity. We're, we like action. We like adventure. We like we like to be active. And, and we also like to chill and relax and all the things too. But like there's, our trips are definitely always going to be physical. You can plan on that happening. And if you are not interested in, or you think walking down the street or walking downstairs to a beautiful waterfall is too hard, our trips just simply aren't for you. And that is absolutely okay. Totally. There's so many other styles of trips. There's yeah. party-centric trips. There's there's trips that you're just at a resort and you don't have to move. Like there's, yeah, there's, cru there's cruises that you can hire somebody to push you on wheelchairs. Yeah, there's so many different options and I think you know, we just want to be so clear that, you know, our trips are always going to be more physical. And that doesn't mean you have to be in the best shape. There's people from all walks of life, all ages, all fitness levels who show up. But it's it, a is mindset. A, it is a mindset. It's a mindset. It is about, I am walking down these stairs, but I am so fucking excited to go jump in that waterfall. And like, this is incredible. And like, look at where I am. Like, I'm doing this. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to go. It's like not that hard. But I think too, like uh, last night was a good example. Like Kim and I were tired. We went to lunch and then we were like, you know what? I want to sit at a coffee shop. I don't want to go back to the hotel room and kind of like do the work that we had to do. I'd rather go do it at a coffee shop. And so I put it in and we could have easily, there's literally 18 million people screaming in our faces. Do we want a taxi? Do we want a ride? And we wanted to walk. We wanted to walk to be able to see the area we were in. You kind of, I personally feel you, you get to experience a little bit more because you're slower. You're not just riding in a car. You have to be thought provoking when you're walking. And like, you can really capture an essence of a place when you're out there walking. And I prefer to walk over taking a car any day. Yeah. And so same. that's kind of, why would I try to arrange 12 people a ride when we could just walk for a mile? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's always going to be the mentality. Always, always the mentality. And we'll just do a better job of explaining the physicality of what we do. And again, like where Travis says adventures, like I always want to do adventures. That is, that is the vibe of everything we do. And I want to do this was a soft trip oh my god so soft that like that's what i mean like this was a soft trip when it comes to the physical stuff so all of our trips will always be like that and it, and i just want to be so clear about that 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 is the vibe of our trips and it is not for everyone and again we're talking about stairs we're and honestly that waterfall was nothing the one you and i went to oh. we, we had to walk up these stairs and there was what 400 400 and honestly, like, I felt a little out of shape because I was like, oh my God, my legs were shaking. These and were legit, these were crazy stairs that we did on our waterfall. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, like, this is hard. But all was well, it's okay. Like, I got up those stairs. I'm not gonna, like, complain every step. I looked around me, I'm like, this is awesome. I'm getting a workout. I can feel my, my booty burning. Let's fucking go. I just, I don't like the complaining in every aspect. And I think, of course, we're we're humans and we're going to say things and we, we kind of will get together and be like, oh my God, like that was when I, like that. Yeah, not really. Whatever. But that is, I'm not saying like never complain. I complain sometimes and all that's fine. But I think the people that we want to attract and the people we do, right? I guess it's like not want to. The people that we do attract 90% are people with very open minds, a willingness to get out of their comfort zone, to put their head down. The mindset is, let's go. The mindset is, I can do this. Look around me, this is incredible. A positive attitude, an openness, a friendliness, and just a good attitude. If you don't have a good attitude, if you're uh, like default is like more negative and you kind of want to focus on the complaining of everything that is our trips aren't for you either because I 
just honestly don't have patience for it. No, and I mean, I'm also not everybody's guru, and it's really hard to be like, dude, I could really peg of like, have you ever taken like inventory of the thoughts and the things that you say out loud? Mm -hmm. Because it's interesting. I don't think a lot of people have done that. Kim and I have done it. We've literally written down thoughts that we've had and kept a journal of them for a week just to see what kind of nastiness comes up in your head and what it, how much is complaints versus positivity. And I think it's so transparent in my head of like, yes, I am aware that it is 90 degrees and it's hot. Everybody else is. I'm sweating profusely. But the more and more you call it out, the more and more you say it's so hot, it's so hot, it's so hot. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's hot. Like, but there's no way around it. So let's embrace it. Right? Like find a way to embrace that kind of like feeling. And that's kind of what I would love to teach more people. Well, yeah. I mean, your thoughts are really powerful. And what the things that you keep thinking about and dwelling on and saying, like, you're just creating more of it. And, like, mm -hmm. I really believe that. And, you know, we will have, like, there's so many times you and I will be doing something and we'll catch ourselves being very complaining. We'll even call each other out. Like, bro, like, we're being super complaining right now or you're being complaining. And it's like, yeah, you're right. And because you, you kind of naturally can switch into that as a human that's doing something that's a little challenging or uncomfortable. And like, but we try to just catch ourselves and then be like, cool, like, let's focus on something else. Like, even when we were waiting at the port and it was, oh my God, it was absolutely horrible. Chaos. Horrible. It was chaos. It was a million degrees. We were all hot. We were all like hungover from the night before. I thought I was going to puke on the dock. Everyone's, yeah, we're, we're all exhausted. It was a shit show. And we were just standing and standing and standing. And I was like, this is miserable. And in my head, this is so hot. I'm so over this. And uh, and then I was like, okay, focus on something else. Focus on something else. And Pat, our friend was standing next to us. He's like, okay, I'm just like, it was almost like he read my mind, but he's like, okay, I'm just like thinking of being in Patagonia right now. Like I'm thinking of that cool breeze coming through. And See? it was like, it was just a positive switch of like, yeah, me too. It was like, we were obviously all in that together. Like this is hot, this is miserable. But like us sitting there talking about how miserable we are, does it make it less miserable? Totally. It just makes it more miserable. And that's where I was like, dude, I don't know if I can last another five minutes on this dock, so they better open this door yeah. quickly. But then I was like, wait a minute. I'm standing in Gilly Tea. I'm about to board a boat to go to a hotel to have like an amazing final night. Like we just had a really cool experience. The water is crystal blue. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not at the hospital right now. I'm standing yeah. on a dock in, in freaking Gilly Tea with all of these people and and i can guarantee you i could think of a hundred million ways to do this better but that's not my job and i don't have to think of that and so i'm just going to get on the boat and i'm excited to and i just kept saying that over and over again and it does it changes the game yeah. and the more you focus on how miserable and how people are crowding in and bumping into you and i hate crowds i hate crowds more than anything but it was like wow i'm like standing here with a bunch of travelers and then i started to look at people and I'd be like i wonder what they do for a living and i wonder what they do for a living and wow they're on vacation i wonder how long they're here and like yeah, change your mind totally change it's that easy it it's is. that easy it's it's easy to say it's harder in practice and it is something that you really have to be conscious of and work on period end of story like you really do have to think about it. Like you have to switch it because I kept doing the same thing. I'm like complaining in my head over and over again. And then I'd be like, okay, no, switch it back, switch it back, switch it back. Because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I'm not going to fucking survive this. Like I'm going to jump off this dock right now into the water. And it was just like, you had to keep coming back. Like even in a hard workout, it's hard. And your minds wander into like, oh my God, this is hard. And then I always have to be like, okay, focus on something else. Just get through this because you're always going to get through it. You're always going to come out on the other side. It's going to make for a great story later. And let's just fucking try to get through it. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not that hard. So would you say that you'd have to watch yourself like a hawk? Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> I feel like that should be your next tattoo. No, no, no. Um, so I think just kind of ending this, I think all in all, Trav says Bali. I am so excited. This is a new trip for us to share with other humans. I think it was an incredible trip. I think that we had a lot of fun. We really did. There was just, just a lot. There was a lot like of moving parts, a lot of different things that we did together, shared together, and a lot of like fun moments and laughs and 
I'm just grateful to have experienced this with our first group. Yeah. And we took a lot away. We learned a lot. We had to think about things were brought up to us that were never brought up that we now need to kind of take into consideration mm -hmm. and also like evaluate not only for the trips, but for ourselves mm -hmm. and the leaders that we want to be and the people we want to be. And yep. So there was just, there was a lot. This trip was a lot and it was incredible in so many ways. And I'm excited to kick off group two. Me too. And to have another incredible experience in Bali. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just going off of the feeling, just sitting back at the villa now and like the, you know, amazing staff that's here the amazing, like how good they took care of us, the food that we had here, the environment that's created here as the kickoff. Mm -hmm. Looking back at where I was in group one, I was extremely just, I filled with anxiety. And this one I'm filled with relaxation and excitement. And so to me, I, I understand that anxiety and excitement and nerves and excitement are the same, but you're the one putting the you know the meaning behind it and so i can understand where i was but i think in just a comparison mode i feel so relaxed and excited for this experience because i feel like i got it like i understand it i got it i can be a better leader from where i've learned from the last group of mm -hmm. what i could do better mm -hmm. and i'm interested to take that into group two and take those pointers and see if i can put it into action yeah and so that's the excitement yeah same same, same. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Trav says Bali number two. Trav says Bali. And if you're interested in Trav says Bali, you're listening to this and, and you know, you're excited about it and you want to come be a part of this amazing place and this amazing itinerary and these amazing people and things that we do, definitely reach out and let us know. Um, we always have the option since we have such a good team here on the ground that we can figure things out and, and maybe throw in a Bali trip that wasn't originally on the Trav says docket. So just, you know, letting us know and we get enough interest in this trip, you know, we could put something together relatively quickly, um, for people. And so I'd love to just see who's interested in coming to Bali in general. And join the interest list. Yeah, but I mean, the trip interest list. So go to imtravsess.com. Make sure to join the interest list to get all the information about all of our trips, all the details, all of the things. Like that is where we send it. But yeah, I understand you're talking about specifically Bali. Totally. I don't know when we'll come back, but we will. No, totally. There, I mean, there will definitely. We are doing two trips in January. Those trips are sold out already, and um, depending on how all of this goes, maybe we'll do it again. Well, I mean, it's going to be a yearly trip, but I was thinking, would we do another one in October? Maybe. I don't know. Like, we're thinking about that. So, you know, that just depends on how many people are like, I want to go. So, that's where I'm at. Sounds good. We'll All right, peeps. See. We'll see you uh, next week with another episode. I think we'll be back in the U.S., eh? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually starting our story yeah. It's the trailer for the new season. Fuck yeah, bro. All right. Well. All right. Let's do it. We're out. All right. Bye. bye.